this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad to be with you guys today. And I'll tell you, this week has been pretty good, actually. It really has. The weather's been going crazy recently, from the cold to the hot. But, you know, other than that, life has been pretty good, is it not? I mean, we started off this new year of 2023, and some of us are like, okay, it's it's a little iffy, you know, because some of us had a bad, rough year in 2021 and 2022, and let's just see how this year plays out. But you know what I've realized in my life is... You can't go into a new season, a new year, um, a new time in your life with any type of fear, any type of negative expectation because, oh man, I hope, you know, I wonder what's going to be carried over into this year. You've got to begin to let all that stuff go. You really do. And one of the things that I always charge myself up with is learning to unplug. Learning to unplug from everything that formerly existed in my life. And the reason why is because everything that formerly existed up until yesterday, guess what? It's either gone, it's either been taken care of, it's been answered, uh, it's been dealt with, or or if not, I'm the one being a co-creator. I'm the one carrying it over to make it alive today. So you want to make sure that you are actually unplugging. And so that's what I do. I like to pull it over into a new season, new year, and just unplug everything that previously existed in my life because I have to remember and realize I'm the one bringing life to it. I'm the one carrying it over. I'm the one that's crossing it over the bridge, right, from yesterday until today. So you have to learn to unplug. And even if if you said to yourself, you know, but Jeremy, I'm in this situation. I'm in this, you know, the, you know, this situation with these people, or I'm still in this legal situation, or I'm still, you know, uh, still sick, or whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter because you have to remember that natural things can always be natural things. And natural things are always subject to change. And things that are subject to change can come and go at any given moment. And even if it doesn't and it still exists in front of you, the main thing we want to do is I'm learning to unplug mentally from it and say, you know what? You don't have to belong in my mind. You might belong in my natural you know, state of being around me, but the truth is you don't have to reside in my mind unless I put it there. And that's a key thing people don't realize is no one can force a thought into your brain. No no one can force you to believe something that you don't want to believe, right? I mean, that's just sort of, you know, science 101. And you have to begin to understand that that's what the Bible says, to renew the mind, to renew. And, and, and when you renew your mind, you realize that I'm the one that's affecting my mind. No one else can. You know, when people, you know, people used to come to me and they'd say, the devil put this thought in my mind. Well, that that's great and wonderful. But the truth is, you know, the, you know, whatever you want to say or whatever you want to call it, the key, the key thing is things can be thrown at you, but you're the one that has the initiative to accept it. And if you initiate it, that means you've accepted it. So no, no one can put something into your mind unless you willingly, voluntarily accept the invitation of that, right? And so, so you got to learn to unplug. 
You've got to learn to unplug. And in this new year of 2023, I want to be able to help you guys today, even from this podcast and my new books and teachings coming out this year, which I've already programmed ahead in advance. I'm so excited about it. But one of the things I want to target today, basically, is, is sort of awakening your desires. Awakening your desires and purpose. Now, when we say desires and purpose, let me say this to you. A lot of times we have desires that don't have purpose to them. But 9.99% of us who have desires should have a purpose behind the desires of the rhythm and the rhyme, the reason of why we're doing it, the vision of God behind it, you know, uh, already knowing how to attract into our lives. And so that's what I want to target today is learning to awaken that Awaken that that desire and awaken the purpose. Now, I'm going to start off by saying this to you because many of you won't really get it until I go into it, okay, on this subject. But I want you to listen really good and closely. And that is this, that if you want to be able to understand and, and, you know, to awaken your desires and your purpose, you got to begin to do this. Start visualizing with me. And what I mean by that is this, you know, I'm talking to mature Christians. If you're religious and you say, oh, visualizations, new age of the devil, no offense, but you need to be able to mature yourself in the word of God. All right. I'm just being honest with you, because if words are triggers to you, that means you have not been able to to grow into the place of educating yourself on these subjects to where you can find the maturity to say, wow, you know what? I was so wrong. And the reason why, because many people just believe what they're told. Because sheep are just nothing but pure followers. They just follow whatever is told to them. My pastor said this, my teacher said, and, and that's why you're going to always remain, uh, you know, uh, hidden in the shadows. You'll never be a leader and you'll never be able to come to the surface in the light of what God has for you until you learn to stop listening to everybody else and start putting your thinking cap on and study to show yourself approved on your own. And then other people validate that and confirm that with you, right? Even reinforce the fact that what you believe of what revelation wise or wisdom wise from God, right? So that's what we do. So those who are mature can understand this today, that have studied this, to realize that when we deal with visualizing or visualization, we have to remember all that means is having eyes to see and ears to hear. It means being able to visualize your life. Now, when we talk about de- desires and purposes and, and how to awaken them, that's the main thing, the key thing today is learning how to awaken them. What are they saying to me? What is my desires saying to me? What is my purpose saying to me? Because everything has a, is a vibration, which means everything has a voice to it. And because of that, you have to begin to know what is being said to you. So how? Tell me, Jeremy, how do we begin to awaken and hear the desires and hear the purpose for ourselves of what is inside of us? Great question. So here's what you want to be able to do. You want to, A, learn to visualize your perfect lifestyle. Learn to visualize your ideal, wonderful, amazing lifestyle that you feel you see yourself living in. Not really so much of a vacation, but the lifestyle that you feel that you should be living in. In other words, do you see yourself in what kind of home? Do you see yourself what kind of job? This is where people don't understand. Is when you pick yourself, you know, whatever comes to your spirit man at that moment to say, I really want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to have this. Then you have to ask yourself the reasons. Awesome. 
Why? Why do you want to be involved in that? Well, I want to be involved in this because of XYZ. I want to be able to get this over here because of XYZ. I want to be able to work over this place because of XYZ. Because the moment you begin to dive into the ideal lifestyle for you, and I use the word lifestyle because lifestyle incorporates everything from family to children to spouse to success to education to uh, entrepreneurship to the job to whatever it is, the church even, your ministry, you know, uh, your spiritual giftings, whatever it is that we're that we're dealing with in our lives that we want to awaken in us, that's how you do it. You do it by start visualizing your ideal, amazing, wonderful lifestyle that you want to see carried out within your life. Here's why. Because the moment you do, the moment you start visualizing, you're going to have an eye to see and an ear to hear. You'll start seeing and pretty much hearing, but pretty much you'll start seeing more of what it is your life looks like or what you want your life to look like. And the reason why is because the moment you do, the moment you target your ideal perfect job, your ideal wonderful family, your ideal, you know, where you want to live, your house, your car, whatever. The reason why the moment you do, what happens is something in you starts awakening because you get that visual of that ideal lifestyle. And let me just say this to you. When I say the word perfect, it, there's nothing perfect on this planet. But when we deal with the, with the word perfect or ideal, we're dealing with the ultimate thing that you would find yourself wanting to be part of, that you know that every, all of your five senses from your sight, your, you know, your tasting, your, you know, your, your hearing, your feeling, your, you know, all all that will be heightened because it'll be involved and that's what ideal perfect lifestyle force will do now the reason why I say this to you is because the moment you say I really desire to be in corporate America and I really desire to do this I want to see myself doing that then you go down the rabbit hole with God right with the Holy Spirit and that is why why do you see yourself doing that well because of XYZ. When you, when you finally, when you finally come to the realization to say, because of, what happens is those words, because of, is awakening your purpose at that moment. You know, why, oh man, I, you know, what if I told you in a split second, tell me your ideal perfect lifestyle? Many of you automatically off the bat would say, I see myself being an attorney, being, you know, uh, fighting for people. Okay, tell me because why? Because I want to help people. Because I want to see people that have injustice come to a place of justice. I want to be able to do this and this and this and this and this. Then I ask the next person, tell me your ideal perfect lifestyle. I see myself, you know, um, sitting on a beach. Okay, great, wonderful. What do you see yourself sitting on the beach doing? I see myself writing. I remember speaking to a gentleman even just a couple of weeks ago in a life coaching session, and this was his dream. And we talked it out, targeted it, and all of a sudden just awoke. We awakened everything inside of him, I should say. Everything inside of him finally woke up, and he's like, wow, now I get it. And so I said, what do, what I, what do you see yourself doing on the beach? You know, well, I see myself you know, writing on a notebook. What do you see yourself writing? I see myself writing things of motivational. I see myself writing things of helping people. Okay, what is it you see yourself helping people with? I see myself helping people with this and this and this and this and this. And all of a sudden you begin to realize what happens is those first initial visuals, those first initial pictures in your mind is going to come up from your spirit. The Bible says something really awesome. It says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, when we say rivers of living water, most people say, well, that's, that's the Bible. No, it's not. 
Out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. Notice that Jesus was talking to a woman at the well who, you know, and she's dealing with the fact of the people that she once was married to. Now she's just sort of shacking up with this guy. And so he's like, okay, we're going to target this. And, and, and then you get into these scriptures of him talking to people when it deals with, you know, the power of out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And then what happens is you realize it's not talking about, um, it's not talking about the word of God per se. It's dealing with the fact we're dealing with uh, things that are desires, things that are purpose. It's John chapter 7, verse 38. It says, Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And so all of a sudden, you begin to realize that, that those who believe in God, that means they believe in purpose. That means they believe in destiny. They believe in a plan. They believe in a purpose. They believe in a dream coming true. They believe in hope. They believe in grace. They believe in love. They believe in, you know, uh, going next to mile people. They believe in friendliness. They believe in smiles. Why? Because all of this comes from the good news. Right? And, and, and when we understand that, we realize that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, meaning that out of your belly, you'll begin to awaken those rivers that flowing the living water. You're going to get on the raft and ride the waves out which is your purpose, your pursuit, your destiny, your calling, your gifting. And so the moment you start visualizing and seeing, now let me say this to you. A lot of people that are very religious, this is what they do. Okay, tell me in a minute what do you see yourself doing. And what happens is they take a couple of seconds and they start formulating something that's very religious for them. Oh, I see myself evangelizing on the streets, brother, winning the lost. And I was about to say, is really, is that, is that what you came up with? That, that's, what, that's what you came up, up with, right? That's great and wonderful, but that's what you came up with. Is that why you took a long pause or is it because you took a long pause because you don't want to see yourself being vulnerable and being honest and upright and upfront because you're too religious and you want to be able to make sure you give a good religious answer, right? Which is really, if you think about it, I mean, when you deal with the Bible, you deal with Luke the physician. You deal with people that, you know, were, you know, the caught fish for a living. You deal with people, I mean, you're dealing with Matthew, the tax collector. You're dealing with people that had jobs, and they still were able to do what you're, what you're, what you're, you know, coming up with. You don't understand that God is saying that's wonderful, that's great, but there's so many more things you can you can do to make yourself successful, to operate your gifts and talents. And so that's why automatically, if you really want to know somebody's heart, you really want to know what's being said, ask them a question and literally say within a split second, tell me the first thing that pops in your mind, and they'll do it. And that's pretty much more of their honesty versus someone who has to be very religious, taking a couple of seconds, making sure they formulate something before, you know, out of their mind and not their heart to make it sound very religious. And then that's what you end up hearing, right? But yeah, because nine times out of ten, most people will never be truly honest. And that's why the truth never sets them free. That's why they go round and around and around because they don't know how to alert them, themselves of the truthful, honest, authentic part of them that is saying, I desire to help people. This is how I desire to help them. You know, this is how I want to be able to, you know, to, to create clothes. I want to be, you know, a clothing designer to create clothes to where women and men will be able to, you know, to dress where, you know, the, uh, of how they see themselves mentally. They want to dress for success. They want to look good. They want to look royal. They want to look majestic, whatever the case may be. Those are honest answers. 
You know, I want to be able to defend people. I want to, I see myself in a courtroom and defending people. You know, I see myself, you know, handing out food all the time because I, I keep on feeling like, you know, I've, I've already got it in my mind where I want to be able to, to, you know, talk to these people and get food from these grocery stores and, and I want to start a distribution center for those who are hungry and, you know, and desperate. I mean, those are true authentic, you know, purposes because then what happens is you notice how I went further with it. Notice how you begin to say, because I, because I, after, after that spontaneous moment, you start think, seeing the visual. You start seeing the vision that in the purpose falling right after that one on top of the other almost like laying bricks to be able to create create a wall or house because that's what vision does vision begins to create a wall brick by brick piece by piece mortar by mortar to begin to say this is what I want to do and this is the these are the reasons why as I'm speaking speaking this to you these are the reasons why I want to carry them out through this ideal lifestyle and that's what happens because purpose comes alive. And when someone says to me, you know, like they have to think about it for a moment, they say, uh, I, I want to be able to hand out tracts on the street and get people saved. And they stop. And I say, okay, well, that's great and wonderful. So tell me the purpose behind that uh, to get them saved. And that's all they can say. They can't say anything else with it. You know why? Because it's a religious answer. It's not a true, authentic answer with a vision behind it. Someone who, tr who truthfully would, in a split moment, say, "This is the lifestyle I want to do. Is I want to be able to see myself handing out things on the streets. I, I see myself, you know, clothing them, and, and I see myself taking them to maybe uh, certain places where, they, where people can train them to, you know, unwed mothers or, or uh, you know, or, or, or people who've been on drugs to be able to train them and and raise them up to where that way they can find good, you know, jobs for themselves. You know that that, that they won't be rejected by people who said, you know, you were once a dope addict. No, we don't want you. You were once in prison. We don't want you. And all of a sudden they go on and on with a vision. That's a vision. So always notice that, folks. If you see somebody who has to take their time to think it through, they're trying to conjure up a good religious answer because out of your belly did not flow rivers of living water in a split moment, in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye, as the Bible says. They thought it out within their brain, and there's no living water or proof with that because there's no true vision behind it that will take that, that dream further and further and deeper into the rabbit hole of God, for lack of better words, that will carry it out to constantly grow, evolve, and expand its wings for greater purposes that involve and include other people that keep on growing and growing. That's a vision from God. That's an ideal lifestyle that's in you that's a river that wants to be launched out and released today. And that's how you begin to find purpose and, and desires begin to finally come left and right within you is understanding that process and when you begin to see yourself doing that, then you begin to understand that something in me is awakening, which is dreams, desires, and purpose, satisfying the soul within me to begin to drive me further to constantly get more and more vision on top of that. Because if you think about it, you know, when you, when you deal with an ideal lifestyle, and you deal with, here's the purpose, here's what's coming out of it, and here's my vision behind it, then all of a sudden you're guaranteed that other people one day will be able to get on board and begin to grow and expand their wings and their vision, and things will begin to grow together. But a person who begins to see something and really say, you know what, this is what I see, and I'm getting so much with it of what I want to do with it. I want to mold it this way. I want to help this person with that. I want to begin to educate this person with that. I want to begin to travel the world for this reason, X, Y, Z, and do this and this and this when I get to these other countries. Those are people that have true rivers of ideal, you know, ism of, uh, of purpose in them that's coming forth. But the person who doesn't 
and says something religious and just stops at that is a person you really don't want to be involved with because what they're saying is I'd rather be religious than allow rivers to flow out of me in a spontaneous way that have vision attached to it and God attached to it. Because the moment you get a visionary that won't shut up and the moment you get a visionary that won't quit seeing is, and you see the action behind their thoughts and the action behind their what they're seeing and hearing and they're carrying it out and they're getting other people involved and it keeps on going and going and going and you see the joy in them being satisfied every single day. Those are people you want to be able to, to team up with and run with because those are the people that know how to loose themselves from religion, loose themselves from their mind and get into the heart and carry the heart out all the way. Ride the waves of the heart. That's what you really want to do. And so I wanted to encourage you today for those of you who are truly listening to this and understanding more of what to do with what you have and not really knowing sometimes what even what it is you even have and trying to discover what it is you have. Well, this podcast is for you because I wanted to begin to awaken you to show you if you've got to sit down and think about it good and hard, nine times out of ten, it's probably not going to be from the heart. It's probably not going to be from God because you're having to sit on it for a long time to be able to, to conjure up something that sounds good good, smells good, tastes good, acts good to the person that you're talking to, right? And so this is where you begin to really understand, you know, for, for somebody who says, man, I love that. I see myself, you know, as a masseuse, massaging people, begin to help them with relieving the, releasing the stress from their busy days. And I see myself, you know, selling essential oils in the, in the spa, and blah, blah, blah. And they keep on, on and on. Those are people that you know truly have a heart for the world. Those people that, that have not closed their mind up to the world, because the Bible says, for God so love the world. When you begin to understand God's purpose, you'll have a bigger vision and you'll love the world. You'll love people. And the world doesn't mean the system uh, you know, uh, that, that is in this world. The system of this world is something you want to come out from among and be separate, the Bible says. But you want to be able to be involved in loving humanity, loving all people, to be able to help all people, not to get them to come over, over to the dark side. In other words, come on over to my side of my belief and my theology. No. You know, that's pride. Pride cometh before a fall. You don't want people that's going to begin to just come over and believe like you and because then you're creating clones and you're literally pushing out the Spirit of God in their lives and you're shoving out their own conscious mind of consciousness you know, of their convictions. You're pushing all out the front door and you're becoming your own Holy Spirit. You're becoming your own God to begin to feed them of what that you think they need because obviously, you know, it's what you are, are doing. And so therefore pride, it's pride, because what you feel is that I believe right, what is, you know, I, I know this stuff works for me, so it's going to work for everybody else. That's not true. If you truly love a person, with, you know, when it deals with your purpose and vision, you will truly want to be able to awaken the thing that's in them that it might not have any attachment whatsoever to your purpose or vision or even how you believe. It's awakening people to find themselves, find their truth in God to begin to uh, know what their purpose is. And I see so many people and I speak to so many people on a day-to-day basis that has no clue who they are or what they're called to do. And the reason why, because they found themselves falling after men and women who actually would, would sort of come to that, that realization of people that would scare them into, into getting under their umbrella. You know, let me mentor you. And then they keep them for years and years. And what they do is they mentor them in the way of showing off their own giftings and callings. And they don't allow the person that's that's under them, quote unquote, to begin to express their own calls and help them to begin to do, to, uh, you know, express and awaken what's what they're called to do. And that's why many people say, I've wasted years and I don't know who I am anymore. 
So a true mentor and a leader will always begin to awaken the purpose in you and say, look, I'm going to help you sort of guide the sales of what I'm seeing the potential in you, you know, with, and we're going to push that out and we're going to carry out, you know, your giftings and talents. And it doesn't matter if I agree or disagree. God never asked me when I, when I help a person, you know, to make sure I'm agreeing with how they believe or I'm disagreeing with how, no. God says, you know, God understands that the Holy Spirit is one that leads them and it begins to awaken their authenticity of what they're called to do and who they're called to love and who they're called to be able to, to serve and what they're called to do in, in their, uh, you know, success levels of, uh, and workforce. Those are the things that we're called to help awaken with other people without our own influence of what we feel works for us or what our own conviction is. That's what a true leader does. A true leader sees you, denies themselves to pour the the potential and the questions and the awakening in you to find, discover you. Whether they like it or not, agree or not, is totally none of their business. Remember, what other people think about you is none of your business. You want to begin to, as a true leader, awaken other people and their purpose and their, their, their potential and watch them begin to sprout up and find themselves and their original thumbprint make that mark upon human humanity and the timeline of God on this planet. That's what a leader truly does. But we can't do it unless we first find out our own uh, desires and our own purpose. And that's how we begin to find it of something that is following after vision. And so I hope today's podcast helped you out. I really do. I want to encourage each and every one of you. Get on my program to get my, my monthly teaching. Uh, it's just $10. And what we do is we actually send uh, every month, the first week of every month, a fresh new teaching that I did that month for my partners. And all you've got to do is go to the website, identitynetwork.net, and you can uh, look under the tabs at the top and find where it says Partner with Jeremy Lopez. And when you partner with me, it automatically takes out $10 a month. And every month, the first week of every month, you will get a teaching brand new every single month delivered to your email. And it's usually about a 45 minutes to an hour long. That way you're getting quality teaching and I'll give details in there and I'll begin to bring awaken that teaching to help you find yourself. That's what the main call of this ministry is. is helping others to find themselves of what God created them to be. So I hope this podcast was a blessing to you guys today and as always, as I close I want to say this. If you don't like your life, your day, your week, here's what you do. You change the way you think. You get out of the mindset that actually got you in that place that was bad. And you shift your mindset. And once you change your thoughts, you'll change your whole entire life. And day to day will begin to start improving all the time because the mind will begin to produce a brand new thought, a brand new way of looking at life. And every day, your day will begin to give in to that brand new thought of what it means and what it looks like for you on that day. So remember, change your thoughts, you change your life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.